Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. In today's show, I'll teach you how to make the most of your mouth, lips, and tongue wherever you're using them. I'll also be answering emails about mastering oral sex on a woman. Should you get back together with an ex? And should you give up sex for Lent? All this and more. Thanks for listening. But first, the genius design team at WeVibe has done it again. The brand new Nova by WeVibe is quite simply a dual stimulation superstar in that it expertly pleasures your clitoris and G-spot at the same time without missing a beat. And you're probably thinking, yeah, that sounds like a rabbit vibe. You've talked about those, but it's not. Because unlike traditional rabbits that tend to lose contact when you slide the shaft outward, like outside of you, and it leaves your clitoris, the Nova's external stimulator is long and curved, and it like has this flexible appeal where it applies external pressure to your clitoris while you do the G-spot. See, so a lot of them say they dually stimulate you, but this one actually does at the same time without losing stimulation ever. Does that make sense? Check it out. And if you don't totally, if you want to know more, you're not convinced that this one rocks our world. We just did a podcast where we reviewed them looking for the G-spot, something like, or it's called something like that. Also, has lots of controls. You can cycle through multiple vibration modes, which are really cool. And you can use the app to control it. Your partner can use it. Check out the Nova by WeVibe only if you want to have a good time. So go to sexwithemily.com and click on the WeVibe banner. Use promo code EMILY at checkout for a special discount. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out our blogs, our mailing lists, our videos. It's a, it's a good place to be. Sex with Emily. You can also subscribe. We have two podcasts a week on iTunes. Do that. Never miss them again. Right, Anderson? How you doing? True. Two a week. It's a lot, man. Twa. Twa podcast. Twa. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Are you? I just felt bad because I was a little bit late yeah. and I thought that you were upset. You do that thing. I what? got sisters and I got a mom, so I know how you guys can what be What was the thing? Like you come in, you think they're like, uh, like oh, I'm all upset, and, the, and the, before I don't even, I'm like, hey, Em, how are you? And then like right away, like you're mad, aren't you? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying I'm to fine. do too much. Yeah, everything's, everything's good. We're good, Rachel. Are you? What good? are you looking at apartments for? You moving? I'm moving um, apartments and offices. Why? At the same time. That's that. It's too much at the same time. And kid. I'm getting a dog. I found a dog that looks just like Stanley. Are you moving because you get psycho if wanna... I get a dog that looks just like if I if need to start Stanley. cutting your hair like my wife's and wearing her clothes? <laughs> that's gonna be a problem. It's true. Did you see someone tweet us or like, I think you're only friends with Anderson for his dog. Oh, that's hurtful. But it's not true because I knew you, I liked you before your dog. Yeah, but you didn't really like me until you met Stanley. That's true. Yeah. No. Stanley and I bonded on our own. It's a bonus. Hey, can I use that? Like, uh, next time we're getting a little bit of a tiff, I'll be like, hey, do you want to see Stanley again? Be nice. <laughs> you actually could. Be nice. You could do a lot for that. You could, you could totally bribe me or something. I would mm-hmm. do anything because I love that dog. Are you moving so that you can have a dog? No. I'm Did moving. you find a dog? Is that what I said? No, said? really. Well, my best friend is a vet, and I've been telling her right. that I want a dog, and she sent me a picture of this one that's really cute named Looks Pepe. Looks like Stan. Yeah. Pepe, that's my wife's dog's name. You're freaking me out right now. No way. Yes. Do you want? I'll show you after the show. You can't so, have a dog that looks like Stanley named Pepe. 
I can do whatever I want. Uh. I could change his name, though. He's a rescue. He's like six years old. And um, yeah, because she works at a shelter she, mm-hmm. and she's always matching oh, yeah, my friends with dogs. Keeping her eye out. She's like the dog watch, the whisperer. She can always like match people with their dogs. We should talk off air, too, because uh, Drew, I don't know if he told you about the dog that he's watching right now. Yeah. He says it's like a carbon copy of Stanley. But I think he has to keep it like. Maybe. When I'll you get your to dog, it. is it is it going to be allowed to be so, in the room when you have sex? It's a lot of change. Oh, funny, you should ask that. Are you going to kick the dog out for sex? That is such a good idea. That's um, I had a dog for a while, and I I would try to, mm. but it was sometimes just hard because it was like Jack Russell, and right. she was always jumping in the bed, and I didn't really care. Right. And it's hard to do. I, I like the dog in the bed. I mean, sex, it it'd be nice if they're out, but then when they're barking... Can't we just be in the moment together and not think about the dog? What do you think? It's tough because especially you have the like dog. Eighteen dogs. So I have what do three, you do? Three. It's a lot less than eighteen. It's fifteen less. But than you have 20. them in the in the bedroom. I lock them out when it's uh, you know when it's time. But like, okay, hey, aren't you getting hot and heavy? Let's say. And yeah, a lot like, of the times like, the dogs are. Yeah. Wait, let me get the dogs. And it's they scamper about. They hide under the it's things. Way worse than putting on a condom. Yeah, it's way tougher. You're right about that. Yeah, getting the dogs out, but you know we'll see what kind of dog. Maybe I'll get like a chill dog that like have a little bed. Another invention. Another what? invention here. Uh, a condom with a treat inside. You open the condom. It's got the treat. You throw the treat out the, the, the door. The dog goes out of the bedroom door, and you slap on the condom. Bang, bang. That is the that is a great idea. Might taste a little like latex, but hey. Dogs don't care. If it's not beef, care. the beef trumps the latex. They'll be fine. It's funny you should bring up sex because. <laughs> I, I, I did it on purpose, then. Because I'm going for, off For on. the sake of the show. Well, well no, I have just, a really good sex story. I, I'm really good at taking the show away from sex, which I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. But then you brought me back and I'm like, you're not interested in the fact that I want to dog people? No. So sex in the I'm news? looking for, no, oh. this is, listen. Okay. All ears. I'm All I'm going to get to friggin' sex in the news. Okay. So I'm looking for an apartment because my place is too small and it's, I just, whatever. It's it, it's uh, it's not working for me anymore. Things are breaking down. I want a different neighborhood, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So my friend Anna. You your landlord, huh? No. Okay. My friend Anna lives in an amazing place right. that I love. Like, mm-hmm. She's like, things never come up in this building, but if they ever do, there's like a yard and there's like, there's, um, the apartments don't touch each other. They're like little houses that they don't, don't, they don't share walls. Oh, they're they don't like little bungalows. Wall. Your they're bungalow, like bungalow is the Thank word you. you're looking for. Thank you. You live in one. <laughs> there's not a shared wall, right. but they, but it's a building. There's eight of them. You but live they, in a bungalow they, right now. Though. I do live in a bungalow, but like they kind of, okay, so here's the thing. So I've gone to barbecues there. She has people over. Her place is amazing. Mm. Super reasonable. Love the part of town. She calls me. Emily, the place next to me is available. Oh, no. Well, I, and she's one of my closest friends. I know. That's a problem. And I was like, well, and I didn't know the wall thing. She goes, well, it kind of shares a wall. Well, it doesn't really share. I'm like, does it? She goes, I said, did you ever hear the guy next to you? She goes, well, sometimes. I'm like, what if you're, she goes, well, maybe if I'm having sex and you're in the kitchen, you can hear. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm thinking of this. I'm like, well, I don't want to hear you have sex. Like right. if I'm in the kid, like what if I, what if I'm having a dinner party and mm-hmm. you're she's like, that'd be kind of funny though. Like you just would tell me to be I'm like, no, like I think that's uncomfortable. And then I'm like, well, I could come look at it and you could go have sex or fake sex. And I could stand <laughs> in the kitchen and you could make noises and then we could test it out tomorrow yes. because I'm super sensitive to noise is the one thing. But she was like, that'd be awesome. But then it's like living next to a friend. Was that, wait, real, did that happen yet? Or was that today? That that, that's happening, that's happening so tomorrow. tomorrow. She's going to do the fake she's sex. She's going to fake sex to see if I should move in. Oh, but that it's is an amazing fantastic. place. But that would is you hilarious. Live, yeah. No, you got to be you got to be prepared to say goodbye to Anna as a friend because it's like, it's like working. It's I know, almost like moving in. And she said, "Well, are you loud as a neighbor?" I said, "Well, in San well, now I don't have one, but in San Francisco, the walls were really thin, and I had all lesbians in my building right. next to me below. A lot me, of lesbian would, scissoring sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they thought I was loud because I was on the phone. And she's like, "Well, what if I texted you to stop?" You know, be I'm like, oh, I don't want to get an angry text. Wait a minute. At you know what? It's just, something just occurred to me. Uh, does she have a show called Sex with Anna? No. 
So shouldn't she be concerned about hearing you have sex in your kitchen? Exactly. Yeah, that you the Sibian is going to like rock the whole building like it's an earthquake. Shouldn't she be concerned about me as a neighbor? Can I tell you though that everyone should should heed this advice? Uh, it took me too many years to to figure it out, but tell everyone me. should have sleep machines and everyone should put on the white noise when they go to sleep. I do that. I do that every night. It'll yeah. Okay, good. So noise isn't an issue with you anymore because you cancel it out with the white noise. Right. I um I actually yes I've been using it for twenty years. Twenty. And now I use an app. Yep. Okay, so here's one thing I have to say. March 10th at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah. Then we're going to get on with the show. You're going to be there. I, I might be there, yes. Recording Jason. a show. So Brian Howie of The Great Love Debate, he was on my podcast a few weeks ago, You uh, and everyone loved it. Mm-hmm. It was a really great show. And it, he talks about dating, and he's got this thing called The Great Love Debate. He goes around the country, and he's been doing it for a year. Do you know who he is? Yes. It's been really popular. Right. Like, he's done, like, 160 times people come, like, Debating single people, love, men, yeah. women, do we love, you know, it's like, why are we still single? So we're doing a live podcast there, and it's sort of a combination of both of our shows. Oh, you know what you should do? The Republican love debate and the Democratic love debate. And break it up. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Tonight, that night? Not, well, just not that night, but like moving forward. No, but yeah. You should do that. Just have an all-Republican night. I'm sorry. I, I did that thing that you hate where I threw you off a little I'm bit. Like, I'm like, dude, I was going You're to a story. Yeah. Sorry. No, but what I was going to tell you is that we're going to have the girls talk about sex, mm-hmm. and the men are going to be the ones to talk about love and dating. The girls. It's reverse. So In the audience? The audience, there's men and women. Okay. And a lot of people, like, hook up at these events, apparently. Ooh. He doesn't, like, it's a good place to meet single people and mm-hmm. debate. There's going to be a panel. But he thought the women should be the ones who are like talking <laughs> about what they want, like sex, and it'll be fun. It'll also and he's be a funny. great, great place to break up with somebody. Like if they don't, you if you want to get out of a relationship, bring them to this thing and say, "Hey, honey, we're now uh, separated." As soon as the show, oh, begins. because once they get there, yeah, oh, they could be angry. People get angry; they get in fights and stuff. Do couples show up, or is it almost no, all it's, single people? No, I think people? it's mostly single people. So that'd be a good way to let someone know that yeah. you don't want to be with them anymore. You and bring said, them to this thing. He said the women in LA are sad. From he's like all these theories. Like women in LA are sad; they're single, and the women in New York are angry uh-huh. about the men. Is and he happily men, married? No, he's single too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. So I think people, you know, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I know it is. March 10th, live at the Improv, and uh, you can get tickets at, like, Hollywood Improv. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday night show, yeah. and it'll be very 730 fun. 9. 7.30 to 9 o'clock. Got an uncomfortable question. I want you to be honest with me. Go. This uh, Thursday night show, March 10th, mm-hmm. Improv, mm-hmm. Did, did you invite Menace? I didn't. Are you sure? I'm sure. If I find out, I'm going to be very, very hurt. Yeah, very why do you love you. Menace? Mm-hmm. But if you're inviting him to to do the shows with you and not me, it's very hurtful. No, but you're not going to be doing the show with me. Sorry. But you're going to be there recording your show. I'm going to be doing my own show in another room. In the other room. Yeah. We're in the big room. But I just wanted to make sure that uh, you weren't... Uh, you, no, I, okay. I only invited you. That'd be very hurtful. But he menace wouldn't come anyway. But, I, but you're going to be there. So here's the thing. Sex in the news. Let's mm. go to that. Let's do it. Extroverts have twice as much sex as introverted people. I believe that. I know. I mean, this is kind of like one of those like, duh moments. So if you have an outgoing, rambunctious, rambunctious personality, a new study just discovered that those described as having extroverted personalities are having way more sex than, than those of introverts. And it's not even close, which makes sense because you got to talk to someone to get laid, mm-hmm. to connect. Extroverted men reported having sex 5.5 uh, times a month on average compared to three times for introverted men. Wait, wait, wait. 5.5? Yeah. Okay. Women, extroverted women had more sex 7.5 times a month. Wow. I don't know what happens to that half time. Uh, and introverts 3.1 times a month. Like you That's think just that oral. you just like the make out? I don't get oral. it, you know? So the truth is that extroverts need stimulation, meaning they're often more prone to talking about their sex lives and staying close, make eye contact, have that gaze, which it totally makes sense. I mean, if you're outgoing, 
that's like half the battle. Yeah. If you're a guy that doesn't know, or a woman who can't talk and no personality. Right. I mean, unless you're really hot is what I hear from guys that that goes a long way. But for women, I think that guys, I was reading this thinking, God, I always hear from men, I'm so worried that I'm too short. I don't make enough money. I don't have a great job. Women, sure, yes, just like anything, there could be women measuring measuring you literally on that. But if you're the guy that's talking and you're interesting and again, it's a muscle that you flex, you could get better at it, that you're going to have better luck with women and vice versa. Right. Yeah. You know, I tried the uh, dark brooding guy for about two years of my life and it didn't work out. And I held on to it. I really wanted to be like that dark, mysterious brooding guy because I was an awkward kid and I was kind of right? like shy and awkward. Right? Did it work a little? Mm, a couple girls here and there, but it was always really random and awkward. And afterwards, it was even more awkward because neither one of us knew each other. You know what I mean? But, so would you just be like you get drunk and hook up with them? I try and be like drunk and mysterious and like not talking to anyone in the corner. And I, I think most of the time I probably just look creepy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny that you, the, the stages you go through. Yeah. So I don't even think they're saying like, it's okay. I'm, I'm actually, actually, actually introverted no shut up no i am no I, I, I i spend a lot of time alone super isolated which is that another weird thing of living introverted. next to my friend because i when i'm home like i don't want anyone stopping by right. i don't want no anyone call. you don't know like no but like, i need to like <sighs> so you you get very focused but you're an ex- but exceptionally I, extroverted person i love meeting i actually enjoy meeting people like yeah. i actually like like i just want to hear their stories i'm yeah. interested so yeah so um to start talking, meaningful <laughs> conversation. This is like obvious, but I just wanted to make that point. This doesn't bode well for the new generation. It's all introverted and their social they media. They don't have to talk. You should see the look of horror. Everyone in my office is under 30 when I'm like, just call them. They're like, what? Call? Do you know what the second worst thing to calling is? Huh. I'm trying to get them to someone in the office, somebody to mail stuff at the post office. You're you're what? like close to my, They don't know how to go to the post. They're like, wait, what do you mean? Like when I get there, like do I... Put the envelope. Do they My have envelopes? God. I just heard stamps? this a very like, similar really? story. And then one of them was addressing an envelope, and they're like, "Wait, which way does the return?" I'm like, "That's like a well, bad '80s joke, but it's true." I feel like a, oh, talking about it now, like that makes me. But fucking post office, you know it's still what? around. I go to the post it's office. Not like we I, got back P, to... I got a PO box over there, and you know, listeners send stuff over to us. So I got to check it out like once, twice a week. I send my shirts off, my mm-hmm. cold cockle shirts through the post office. Right. And now that I think about it, I am always the youngest person in there. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. So we should stop going. We should stop going. Stamps. Unless we want to feel young. It's a good place to hang out if you want to feel like the young guy in the room. Oh, my God. Anyway, I love, God it. I love it, my right. people. Yeah. You're the oldest person. You know, you should actually do, you should, we should talk about, that could be an interesting film. No, it's not. No, but that's the di- a really terrible movie. Documentary. I, <laughs> it's the dark, young guy at the post office. But the dying office. of the post Everyone knows it's dying. This Friday. But I even, you know what the thing about the post office is? I even mail letters now that like don't get there. Like that's happened in the last year. So I feel like the whole system is breaking yeah, down. Yeah, things don't, my, yeah. I've lost many things in the mail. And it, it, it that does never used to happen. Down. In the 80s, no one lost shit in the mail. 90s? No. It was like, you put it in the mailbox, that blue box, it's going to get there. It's going to get there. And now, not so sure. Uh, I think there's problems no. even back then. Yeah. Okay. So science explains why guys are always sticking their hands down their pants. What? Yeah. We are? Yeah. No, we're Dude. not. Yes, we're not all are. doing that. No. You don't sit at home no. with your three dogs on the bed. Negative. At watching movies with no. your hands resting, nestling, there's, nestling there's on your There's no room down there. I keep Stanley in between my legs in my pants. <gasps> no, you don't. No, I don't. I'm kidding. No, I, I don't. I keep I'm Stanley not, in my pants. I'm not a jangler. No. You never just like rest there? Okay. So many men do. Many do. They just kind of hang. So here's one reason. It's a safety measure. So it goes back to the caveman days. They need to protect the crown jewels. <laughs> Afraid like a rock's going to fall no on shit, their dick. No shit, right. It's like, it's exactly, it's like biology, right? 
Uh, they've been victims of too many unexpected nut shots. Oh. Oh. So um, the hands are there like an insurance against a friend who might give them a nut jab or, who, or a kid who accidentally hits a ball at them. That's one. That makes sense. But there's more. Um, it also says that it releases oxytocin. So mm-hmm. this is why I thought men did it because oxytocin is the cuddle hormone. It's like comforting. So I feel like it, it says this, that they it calms the body. So when you put your hands on your balls, it relaxes you. It's like soothing. Soothing. Uh-huh. Yep. And then the other one is to keep them warm. <laughs> yep. It Same reason like you your ball sack hangs low when it gets too hot and tries to crawl back up in your abdomen. If I'm laying around on my couch and I'm watching like a movie or TV or something and I have my, my hand on my on my stuff, I think that would make me more nervous. Like somebody who's going to like walk by and see or come in and like, why is your hand on your dick? But you you know these men that I'm talking about. Any friends like that who like walk around? Maybe you <sighs> Yeah, have... I do. I got a couple like uh, military friends. They do that thing like, hey, what time is it? And I look down and their dick is around their wrist. I'm like, dude, what are uh... you? I don't need to see your dick. Why are you doing that? I guess I had a brother and he would like. He what? Well, no. I know your brother. What do you do with this dick to No, you? I just remember him like, they just sit there watching TV and their hands are like other pants or like boyfriends. How old? I when I was little. I don't know. Like, I haven't really? lived with them. Dude, I think every, many men do that. You this know what? Why. In in, in uh, defense of the men as well, Em, but actually this doesn't really work because you guys would be doing the same thing. But like, when you're laying on the couch, like the hand is kind of like, it's naturally, it's like right there at waist level. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, it's what? almost like perfect. Like if you just let your arm just fall by your side, it's going to land right on your dick. Right. I would do it, and I, I wish that women could put their hands on their pants all the time. You can. Why not? You guys got a purse down there, so you could like, you know, be fishing around for stuff. I know. That's true. I definitely need to do that more. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm going to make that happen. You ever, like, Equal opportunity. done that, and like, you're like, hey, I left a toy up there. I forgot. No, no? I've never, never left a happened? toy up there. No, but it's so funny that lately I'm just, it is like a stressful thing for me that I do have a lot to try that it come to me, that I, I come to me. <laughs> that I, they're like, and people I meet that are really nice at these conferences who are making these amazing products. Like, have you tried the, you know, Fliberator yet? It's I'm just like, like movies for me. It's the exact same thing. People are always like sending me links to movies or you got to watch this movie. Or, I haven't heard you talk about that movie. It's like, I only have so much time in the day. You know, I can't watch every movie. But wait, it's your job. But, but, but on the outside, they'd be like, your job is to watch movies right. and do a podcast and talk about them. Yeah. And my job is to review sex toys and a pleasure. Yeah. And I have like, oh, here's another thing. I got the short end of this stick. Um... Here's I want a thing. job where I just bang myself. What yeah, the? I know. What the fuck? Em? Well, but what I'm saying is, we both have ideal jobs. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I'll get around to the toys. It's just that's <laughs> really like I walk around going, when am I going to try this? Mm. Okay, it's fine. Um, Maybe you can make double the money if you were to uh, also review porn. So you could be like using oh. the toys while watching the porn and then reviewing the porn, and you could have like you know my job and your job. <sighs> double. You know, I'm trying to get back into television. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. So porn review. Well, porn is just, I'm like, you're right, my laptop, it's really easy. I just, I, have to, I want to get back into watching. That's a great idea. You know, there used to be porn reviews. I think it was in Penthouse or something. Now they're all just, there's so you much porn, that, you can't even review it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, of I course. remember reading it when I was a kid, and it was really funny. Instead of like a five-star rating, they had a, an erection rating. They'd have like three and a half no. dicks, I swear to God. Really? Yeah, you're, I'm sure some of your listeners don't know what I'm talking about. That's so They'd be funny. like, this this movie gets three and a half dicks. Oh my God, that's funny. I um, That makes sense. It's very <laughs> smart. That's very smart. Um. I, uh, what was I going to say to you? I don't know, man. It was really important. Was it? Well, we could go into emails. Do, uh, should well, I? Speaking of sex toys, you got anything? Oh, uh, well, that's exactly what well, this is going to tell you. Yeah. One of the toys that, so that came to me that <laughs> I took a little bit while to try because I was like, have so many. They were like, can you please just try this toy? Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Cause they were like, it's called the womanizer. Mm. And the owner said, can they send me one? And I said, yes. 
because I always say yes. But it was, um, they're like, it's like nothing you've ever seen. You know, it's a different kind of toy. And I honestly, I do only talk about toys I like and toys that I've tried. And I was like, and they're all like have similar. This one truly is unlike any other toy. Uh, guys, can I just butt in here for yeah. a second? Em? She talks about this off air in between the shows womanizer. to people who are just wandering by. I've no, seen my, it happen with my own eyes. I've heard her talk about it off the show. Yeah. This is not like her it's, just doing a read. I've never. Yeah, exactly. She no, loves it, the womanizer. Do you want one? And They're waiting on this. No one in my office has tried it either, so it's like freaking me out because we I can't don't know talk about it. If you've charted it out, really, am but your relationship ended right around the same time the womanizer came into your life. <laughs> did it? It did. God, I really? noticed that. Yes. Oh my god. Well, I think it's perfect. I think you let one one door closes, another one yeah. opens. <laughs> so um, it was designed in Germany, of course. So they do they do things well there. But here's the deal with it. It looks, it has a silicone cylinder on the face of it, and it kind of looks like a sexy ear thermometer. And you turn it, and you place the silicone cylinder over your clitoris, kind of like how a partner might use their mouth. And you vary the suction, and you move it around, and you create this, like, it's just like a really intense experience. So it has this suction. It's like indirect stimulation to your clitoris, which is why it's really different. And it's in its own category. It's got this like airstream technology. <laughs> Literally, it sounds like a jet and it blows around and it's their focus groups. The women had 60 second orgasms and most of them and multiple. And it's true. And I and it's funny because I go to these conferences. Everyone's like, have you tried it? Have you tried it? And my one friend, she's like, yeah, I have like five every time. So anyway, it's a great toy. It's a great gift for yourself, your lover. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the womanizer banner. Womanizer banner. It's a shame that pigs have such a bad reputation because pigs? they have they have very long orgasms. I think they have like some of the longest orgasms of, of all this? mammals. That's something like thirty minute long orgasms, and that'd be like a good like like tagline for the womanizer. Like have pig like orgasms. That would be have orgasms like pigs, yeah. but that would probably read poorly. People would just you know think I mean? messy pigs. They yeah. wouldn't think orgasmic pigs. I wish that was more well known. But yeah, pigs come a lot for long periods of time. The lady lady pigs do. I don't ask me how I know I that. I feel like that's a trivia that I, you know, a piece of trivia I would have learned, and I have not. I wish I did. Okay, so let's um talk about going down. All right, I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> no, I know, I'm a woman. Actually, I need your. I might need your. Um... Yeah, that's why I want to tap out. Oh, I didn't know if it was the penis thing, but this is about a woman. So, hey, Emily, I need some. Oh, here's the thing: if you email me which I love. Please include your name, where you live, um, and how old you are, and how you listen. And email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. And if I didn't mention, you should totally be following me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at sexwithemily, because that's fun. And Anderson, at, at Anderson Cowan. Yeah, I'm Correct. barely ever over there. Yeah, but dude, still. Oh, yeah, so don't follow him, because he's never there. No, you should check out Cinematics, so though. That's my, Cinematics my movie is the podcast. podcast. Yes. Two new movies, two big sexy movies that are coming out of the theater near you every Friday. Every Friday. I, uh, I and love we it. release like, it on Wednesday. So you get to hear it before the movies are actually even released to the that's public. That's so smart. Like, I can't believe Fantastic. no one's done a podcast like that. I think there's because others out there. Because I feel like people, not like They're not nearly as good. No, but it's smart because people look probably to Wednesday like, we should see a movie this weekend. What's coming out? Rather than going it, online, listen to you and you, you're entertaining and smart to listen to and know a lot about movies. So it makes sense. Thank you. Em. I do it with my co-host who's an actual uh, board certified critic. And uh, he's actually been a critic for 25 years. Wow. He's, 
And uh, I don't even say fuck on the show. Fight? Like, just, no. Why? We we oh, argue because we have very different uh, opinions about movies. I love Cisco Niebert. But I don't get heated because uh, I love the guy. He's a great guy. But, like his dad just died on Tuesday, oh, and no. we did the show Wednesday, anyways. I mean, he's uh, you know the show must go on. The show, that's yeah. amazing. Cinematics. Cinematics. Okay. That's that's. Oh, I'm, I'm and sad. And I don't for say him. fuck or, or shit why? on that show because well, I want people you're to be trash able, all over my show. Right I want now? people to be able to listen with their kids. I don't think that, that people should be listening to the show with their children. So I got to say fuck to make sure they don't. I just started swearing. I think it's your fault. Yeah, it might be. You swore before me. On this episode again as well. Rack one up for the M. What uh-huh. I say? You said but fuck. did you understand that I didn't right for a long time, and then something the floodgates opened. It could be me. Yeah. I never did for ten years. Never. Like, never I did never that used. Swear. I never used the cunt word ever, and <gasps> then I started listening to uh, Bill Burr and and Jim Jeffries, and now like Please. I say it in front of my mom. Oh no! Yeah, it's terrible. That's bad word. People. I like yeah. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> you should have seen the face she made. When I didn't she mean said it. it. You look like Popeye. That was uh, great. All right. Sorry. Let's go Emily, down. Emily, I need some advice. I dated a girl for eight years who didn't care for oral uh, oral sex during um, during those eight years. Apparently, she was never a fan. We're now not together. But because of that long relationship without giving her oral, oh, no I have practice. no idea what I'm doing down there. Mm. I started taking a new girl out. She's amazing. She's very blunt and open about things. And she recently shared that she actually likes receiving oral. Uh-oh. What can I do to make... Her experience, a good one. She sounds like a sex with Emily Mike. listener. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't under, yeah. Well, you know what? Some women say it's too sensitive. Before you give your advice, let but me just. But a lot of women just don't know how good it can be or they're insecure about it or they, a lot of reasons. But if you haven't tried it, we're going to get into it. Go. Mike might be okay. He might be in the clear because every single lady likes it different anyways. Right? So it's always like starting over. Mike. Exactly. Don't get intimidated. That's great. Anderson, you go. What else did you say? I know. You're so good. What I else know. would you say as a man? So you probably have been, look, now it's going to you. I, no, I'm just saying. No, you're so right. Things. Every vagina, it's like they're like snowflakes. And if you put 100 women in a room and they all started or masturbating. It's all trial and error. All those those women, you'd watch, they would all be doing something different to have that orgasm. Now, I'm, I've am i not done this, but if I looked at 100 guys in a room, pretty, pretty much, much hand going up and down. And you got to keep your eye on the guy that uses his left hand and does it upside down because that guy's weird. That? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like that? There's some guys that do that, I'm they sure. They do yeah. the upside down. I've anyway, what I'm saying is we're all jail. different. It's a very mysterious and complex being. So if you don't know your, your way around and you never really went down there... I get it, and it can be intimidating. So I hope that you, I mean, the more pressure you put on yourself, the harder it will be, obviously. And I'm sure your new girl, she's not expecting you to be a master because she knows that you haven't done it. Um, if, if you've told her that you haven't done it. But again, it doesn't matter because every woman's different. So before we get to technique, here's the three things that are the most important. I will always say this. Communication. <laughs> How is it Yeah, yeah, you think of this. The thing is, you're not a mind reader. Your partner's not a mind reader. So you got to be able to ask for feedback. And she has to be able to give it to you. And you said that she's blunt and open. She's already saying, hey, I like oral. So I'm thinking she's a good candidate. And she'll communicate with you and what she likes and doesn't. So ask her if you're not sure. Also, confidence. This is this is a universal. You want to bring confidence to the bedroom, okay? Even if technically you're not sure because you haven't been down there before, you know what you're doing in other areas. So you're probably great kissing and touching her. I mean, there's other parts. It's not just about the oral. It's not like you start making out and you go right down there because that actually is one of the things I would advise you not to do. So go into it like it's just another, you know, you're warming her up. She's getting turned on. That is very important to have. make sure she's, uh, you know, 
Lubricated. Lubricated. Um, and enthusiasm. You could be amazing at oral sex, but if you look like you're like swallowing like cough syrup or something, you're really annoyed with it, she's not going to be comfortable. She's going to be worried about it. Because here's the other thing. A lot of women who don't like oral sex is because they have insecurities just like men do. You know, they think that maybe you don't want to do it or there's a weird taste or, you know, they're just, they're not feeling so great. So the more comfortable, and I'm saying that's not every woman, but some. So the more comfortable you are, the more comfortable she'll be, and then you'll be, you'll, she'll relax, and then you'll be able to get into it. She'll get into it. So, right. Yeah, can watch a little uh, lesbian porn. That'll help you probably a little lesbian bit. Lesbian porn is awesome. Yeah, and, uh, oh, I had something else to say, but I can't remember what? now. I can't remember. It's what gone. was it? That's it? No. Oh, so just pay, att- pay attention I'm to kidding. her. Really pay, pay attention. attention to what Because she... her breath starts to quick, like that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. How can you tell me, right? She, her breath quickens. Right. It's not that hard. It really is not. Just figure out like, trial and error, and figure out like what she, what she, what she's responding to. Exactly. So yeah, yeah you want to tease her, and then let me tell you this: your tongue. People like tips, so I'm going to give you a specific one. You want to start slow and gentle, and you never want to go directly for it. So you want to lick around. You want to like lick on her thighs. You can use a soft tongue, a flat tongue, no pointy tongues. <laughs> no. Only when you get really like. I wouldn't say starting out. I say when you're starting, you want to do like flat. You right. want to do whatever. It's like the stick shift. You got to lighter. You got to learn exactly. Yeah. Then you can go crazy with the pointy tongue. Right. Try lighter versus firm pressure. And again, every woman's different. So pay attention to her nonverbal cues. We said that. And then use your fingers. A lot of women do like have, being stimulated. You could also stimulate her G spot. So you have to test that out though, because I don't. I haven't done a study yet. I don't know, Anderson. You would know. Perhaps if it's 50-50. For what? Oral sex women who like fingers as well. Yeah, probably about 50-50. Yeah, you could try, right. though. You could try Maybe really, because some less. women don't. Some women are like, that bothers me. But if you, like, use your fingers, again, you're starting very slow. You you know, you're putting them in there. See how she likes it. And if she's and open, yeah. I'm sorry, if she's open, too, and she brought this up that she likes it, she'll, she'll let you know, too. Yeah, she'll, like, she'll, if you're she'll doing take the your fingers, hand, even. She'll take your hand away or vice versa. And here's the thing. Your mouth might get tired. People don't understand their, their fingers are also at their disposal always, actually. Yeah. So your tongue is great, but you got your hands. You can tap so, your fingers in. Yeah. Give your put, tongue a break. Yeah, exactly. Licking, sucking, massaging your partner's clitoris with your tongue, and then just insert wow. one or two fingers, right? Fingers. Fingers. See what she likes. Um, and you know what? I, I haven't heard this in years. It used to come up on Loveline a lot back in the day, but it's probably been years since I've heard it, and it's great. And Drew would tell young dudes this. The vagina is not an inside-out penis. And a lot of guys go at the vagina thinking that it's just like their dick, but it's inside-out, and it's not. So you, that's where the lesbian porn, I think, comes in, because it'll show you how gentle and like, uh, like Sam really Kinison used to it's say. It's like five times like softer than you think it should be. Exactly. Sam, what do you say? Sam Kinison used to say it's more like butterflies. Like they're like, la, la, la. It's true. La, la, la. But men are like, I'm going to yeah. go after it. And that's why, right, that's why I'm telling you everything is soft and slow. And then once you find the spot, you'll know it. And then you got to stick with the one spot. So I'm telling you to move around, try different things. But once you get the spot, you got to stick with it. And then she'll, you know, she'll let you know. You'll know. Unless you like have a mask on or something in earplugs, you'll know. But don't let the inexperience get you down because everyone's inexperienced with a new girl. Don't sweat it. It's true. Don't sweat it. They're all different. Um, Okay. Yeah. What are you looking at? I was looking at, I don't know how long we've been going. Oh, we're good. Okay, good. Another one? Yeah. Get another email in there. (laughs) As long as it's a good one. I mean, don't give me like some boring stuff, right? Okay, next email. This is the re-return guy. Hey, Emily, I found your podcast during the summer when I started a long commute to work in the city. I've been hooked ever since. I have a question about this guy I've been seeing. 
We met after he had a bad breakup, and we took things slow at first, but things heated up, and I started having a lot of feelings for him. Our chemistry is amazing. The sex was great, although he wasn't emotionally ready for a stronger commitment, and I felt like I was. So I felt like it was best to let things cool off, and we created some distance for a few months. He recently began reaching out again and looking to hang out. I still have so many feelings for him and can't help but wonder, why is he reaching out again? I don't want to get hurt and not sure if I should let him back in or just continue to move on. Do you think this could be his time of emotional readiness, or is he just missing a guaranteed hookup? Sign Madison, not the Madison. <laughs> okay, I think he's reaching out because he got used to having you in his life and as a friend, and otherwise he probably misses you. But I think good for you, actually, for being able to go a few months without seeing him, right? So it's, that's hard to break up with someone, and then they always circle back. I always say eventually someone's going to circle back. So let me just say this. Guys, do have a tendency— when you know as a guy, when you're with someone and it ends, but it doesn't really end or it's a hookup, you're like, you always kind of check in, right? You're like, hey, just to keep them on the, yeah, as long this as is another option. Or single, like for a lot of us, unfortunately, like they, the more random hookups you're having or the more like casual hookups you're having, the more of a man you feel. Is it true? For how long? And then do you, then do you get dark and depressed? Most of your 20s. It's really fulfilling. Uh, yeah. When you're just hanging out with your friends and you don't have anything, you don't want anything serious and you're kind of focusing on yourself and your career. And That's you, what people should do. Yeah. And, and guys with the, like if, if, if a guy's hanging out with his friends and his friends know that he has like five separate girls that he's kind of casually hooking up with, he's the guy in the group that is kind of like the alpha and that they respect most. But For a certain age like group. 20, 20 how old are these people? <sighs> 20s. Right. Madison, you didn't tell me how old you are. Oh, I told you that's Madison. one of the rules. Okay, so she's not dating material. I'm just obviously. saying. I know because she can't follow directions. Right. It's okay, Madison. Um, so I think yes. Here's the options. He might want to keep his options open, and you're one of those options. Of course, he's probably going to check in to make sure you're interested. But you mentioned that a few months ago he was getting over breakup, and that's why he wasn't ready for a commitment. So there is a possibility. Maybe he's ready now, but you won't know unless you ask him. So you have to be careful. Tread with caution because you still have feelings for him and you need to protect yourself and not get too hooked in until you know what his intentions are. So you got to find out, is he just looking to hook up again because he missed you or he's like, you know what, I'm ready, you're the one. But you know what you need. You know that you're looking for something more serious and so don't settle for it. Don't settle if he's not ready to give you what you need. He'll keep coming back and uh, doing it for free because essentially that's what it is. It's like a transaction. Right. And if, but uh, she likes him, so she gets feelings, and now she, she's she's got to lay down the ultimatum. You know, when you break up with someone, and you know, Drew always says it on Loveline as well. Like he says, we say six months, mm-hmm. but even just like three to six months, I think, is what you need to not that you're going to be totally over them, but like no contact. But she's making that fatal female flaw, which like maybe is maybe oh, since he's still coming around and having sex with me, he's probably still wants a relationship, and right. he might, but he might not even know it, and he's going to take as much as he can from you until you lay down an ultimatum, and you just have to say, hey, look. No more uh, of this unless we're actually going to have a relationship because I, right. I'm not into it. You got to be strong. You got to be honest because you're going to then you know what it, you know what it is like ripping the bandaid off or not ripping the bandaid. Yeah, you take like yeah. ten steps back and then because otherwise she could like she could be wasting her time with this guy who's just she's you know, wasting her time yeah, exactly that's what I meant or as a deposit. You start yeah once you if you have sex with them again you're going to be like oh god you're going to be back where you were so and I'm she's going to stick to it more feelings for me because you, you guys and your oxytocin exactly yeah right there's so many men out there like I don't know why. This is one of our missions in life as humans is to figure out what we want, what we like, professionally, personally, and sexually. 
And so if we know, or in relationships. For you, that's all, everything in combined. No, I'm telling you what we need. Well, yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things you have to figure out. But that's that's our mission. Like, what do you want? And this is a really hard thing for people to define, I think. It's just it's because there maybe there's so many options and we don't think about it. But if you look at the relationship you're in or you look at what you're trying to attract to your life, think like, would I want a guy who wasn't being very affectionate, didn't want a commitment, was sleeping with other girl, you know, didn't treat me that, that well? Like, would that be on your list? Right. Would those things be what you want? But she, you know, I heard her say chemistry too, which is very important to See, people. See, but then the sex trumps everything else. But you have to think like, what does the perfect, take some time, men and women, when you're, you know, instead of looking at Instagram for five minutes and they... If I could picture the perfect person right now, now, where I'm at, what would that be like, that relationship? And then go after that kind of person. And then when you see someone who doesn't want a relationship or isn't into oral sex, you know, whatever, you dump them. You don't, yeah. go, you don't go that direction. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Especially once you're past your 20s. When yes. you're in your 20s. In your 20s, but then it's like, yeah. it's. I would like to say that, but then there's some people who you learn from these relationships in your 20s. I think that we we change so much in our 20s. Yeah. And there's a lot to experience that they don't have a great success rate, marriage you, in their 20s. And you learn other people and you learn about yourself. Well, that's too. another way that's to learn what you want. Thing. I think when you're younger, you I'm, I'm asking you to picture what you want. You might not even know because you've never, you haven't dated that many people. So it's sort of experiential. You date, you say, I like this, I don't like that, this is fun, I want someone who does these things with me. Like, I couldn't have said these things when I was like 21 because I didn't have as much experience. But right. now I'm like, I know exactly. And with each one I learn. And, and, and we experience ourselves through other people, right? So the more different people we date and get to know and hang out with in our lives, friends and relationships, exactly. the better we're going to no- learn ourselves and our own ten- tendencies and whatnot. That's why experience like that is so important. Right. And don't get hung up on one douchebag who's right. just using you for sex. Move on, Madison. Not oh, I think Madison. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I hate saying that because, you know, know. she might have the experience. But Easy it, for me it's to not say. looking good. So I just think, yeah, clear it. Should we have one more? One more. This, one's more. A, this one as I find as, really interesting. It's as really long quick. as they have an age. A what? An age. They they got to follow the rules. There's no rules. Oh, there's rules. They didn't do it. I mean, there is there are rules. Madison, but she could be like a seven year old woman, and then we have totally different advice. That's right? so true. <laughs> um, I know. Sometimes it's really hard. I'm like, what the like? You, she could be fifty. I don't yeah, know. I know, right? I don't know. But here's one that we don't need an age. So is it weird to if my girlfriend chooses to give up sex for Lent? Oh, uh, she kind of just dropped it on me, and I'm a little perplexed as to why. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> okay, usually for Lent, you give up a vice. Yeah. You give up something that you really enjoy. Really enjoy. Yeah, but you probably have like a pro- like a vice is something that has a negative, sort of negative. Like you give up smoking or you that. give up meat if you feel like you're, if it's bad for you. You, know, oh, you give up. Really? Is it always something? Uh, no. It is. It's kind of a vice. It, it can be like caffeine, chocolate, junk food, alcohol. What is the purpose of it? Is it to kind of show your love it's and devotion to the Lord? Catholics, yeah. They could give it up between... Um, what is it? Between it's something until like Easter. Or until something. Easter. Yeah. And so I think that it's through Easter. It's like how many days is it? Like 40 days? It's a long time. And so I think that it suggests that she feels like sex is a vice and probably not a healthy part of the relationship, Could which be. gives me pause because no one's like giving up like hugs or cuddles for Lent. They're not like, I should, we shouldn't hug. Like you don't, sex that's is kind of point. the same thing. You that's need to, point. you need to connect with your partner. And like, that's an important part of your relationship. So I think you're gonna have to have the uncomfortable conversation. It's okay to ask her why, because she's your partner. So you can also ask her like, so what have you given up in past years? You know. Yes, that's that's the key right there. See where that's it goes. See where it goes. Because it could also mean like she's given up something that, that that is the thing she likes most in life, 
and she, it's the hardest True. for her. Or she could be like a lazy stoner and she's she's giving up something that's the easiest to give up because she doesn't really like the sex anyway. I don't know. There's something going on. Or she could have some guilt. There could be some issues growing up that she had some yeah. some kind of teachings around sex that still makes her feel shame, which a lot of people carry into adulthood if they don't deal with it. So you no matter it, what though. it is. You just gotta, she, he's just got to find out what she gave up last nail year. It. And then you can before. nail her for, for those four You days. nailed it, though. That's exactly the answer right there. Hey, I'm done then. Yeah. I'm, my work here is done. Well done, Em. Thank you. It was really good to be here. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And that's my Michigan accent. Come see me on March 10th at the Improv. It'll be a good time. It'll be chill, uh, fun people talking about dating. Even if you're in a relationship, come. Because apparently these get sold out everywhere. And um, Anderson, check out his podtac- podcast. Yeah, we just did a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we just did Oscar locks last week on the old Film Vault, and that means this week, and the biggest week of the year for the Film Vault, the what? Vaulties. The Vaulties, it's when we do our top 10 list of the I do my top 10 list of the year, which is a formidable I list. I want it to have it. It's a really good list of, of movies that really affected me, That because I, I saw like 170 movies last oh, year. Jesus. So the, my, the 10 that really were the, my favorites. Uh, we do the list, 10 to 1, on, on Film Vault this week. Film Vault and Cinematics Podcast and also my podcast. And you can follow me on uh, Snapchat, too, now. Sex with Emily. Oh. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily. We do a lot of giveaways, and we give you lots of great information at Better Sex and Relationships. Let's Snapchat right now. I need to figure some stuff out. Okay, Mine's stuck on one second. I have no Anderson idea how to fix Cowan. it. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, guys. Are you looking for a new way to touch yourself? You got your hand, you know, women, we've got hundreds of toys. Some people have thousands of toys like myself, but you can get the flashlight. It's the only one you want. It's a male masturbation sleeve and it's it looks and feels like the real deal. Like it looks like a vagina. I mean, it feels like a vagina. I mean, I've had guys say that it's better than sex. And I, again, I love sex. So I'm not going to try you not to have sex. But if you're like, God, it might be kind of cool to feel something that's like sex, even if I'm not having sex because I'm watching so much porn anyway, or I'm masturbating a lot. Mix it up. It feels really good with a partner, too. She can give you a handy hand job. There's so many different kinds now. you got to go to their website. Well, actually, go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Fleshlight banner, use code EMILY, and you get a free bottle of their award-winning Flesh Lube. I'm going to talk about your penis again for a minute. I'm going to tell you about Promescent. Oh. Yeah. So, I, some men, your penis size is totally fine. But sometimes you want to last a little bit longer in bed. Maybe you last a minute and you want to last two. Maybe you last five minutes and you want to last 10. And also one in three men actually suffers from premature ejaculation, whereas they can't control their ejaculation. So Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray. It allows you to have the sex that you want. So you don't have to focus on baseball or whatever it is that you think about. And then you're not in the moment and then you're not enjoying sex. But Promescent closes the arousal gap between men and women. And so women take longer to orgasm. If you haven't figured that out yet, we just do. So you'll last longer and everyone goes home happy. So try Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com.